I'm Julie. Welcome to Mom Made Plans Podcast. This is where we're using self-awareness to help you navigate a productive day. We're being super intentional with our time and using simple systems to get the important things done. And today is a much needed episode that I didn't realize I hadn't really gone over. And thanks to one of you awesome listeners, Sarah, shout out to Sarah. She messaged me on Instagram and shared really like two questions. I'm going to hit on, on one of them today of just that juggle of transitioning from one kid to two kids. And I'm going to get a guest on here soon to get some added input on that because you guys know I had a two for one deal. So I want to give you the best insight there on navigating at different quantities then at the same time. But the other part of the nuance of this question was as you're adding kids and you're still trying to work, how you manage all the things when you are a mom and you're also trying to work part-time from home, how do you get it done? So I'm making sure we specifically address that situation because I feel like that's what so many of us are in. So today I'm really going to dive into some practical uh, planning for how to approach your day when this is your version of mom life when you're working part-time with kiddos. And I know this is a little bit longer than my normal solo episodes, but hang in there with me till the end because I have two important components at the end of how to make sure you're productive with your work times in the day and how you really finish the day getting done what you want to accomplish. So hang in there with me and let's go ahead and dive in. Today we are kind of digging into Sarah's question. So thank you again, Sarah, for taking a minute to put out there what would be helpful for you. And I just encourage any of you listening, if you are struggling with something, send me a message, send me a DM or use the voice memo feature on the website, send me an email, whatever works. And let me know kind of what you would love some strategy on some tips on working through. And so today I realized I wanted to go ahead and get this episode put together because part of her question was how do you work part-time at home with kids? And I was like, oh man, I know I've definitely shared a lot of tips that are kind of scattered in the episodes that are helpful for this, but not really an episode specifically on working from home. And so I'm like, okay, we need to do this. So that's what I'm going to do today. I'm going to give you a very practical rundown of a potential daily routine. So just kind of going from that lens um, to think through just how you literally get through your day and do your job and also be a mom and and parent your kids. (laughs) So let's kind of think through starting step one, you really have to determine like how many hours do you absolutely have to work in the day? And this may not be, this is going to look different for different scenarios. Like if you are working for someone else and you have set, like you have four hours a day that you're supposed to work, like maybe this is already clearly defined for you. 
or maybe you're doing more entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial, (laughs) that's too hard to say, um, tasks and, uh, it's more open-ended and that can be hard and it requires more, uh, discipline to determine what that number of hours are and really figuring out your essential tasks and what you have to do each day. And the other piece of this, regardless from one end of the spectrum to the other there, not every day may be the same. And so you may need to craft maybe like two potential rough outlines for a day that you can kind of fall back to depending on the day. If you've got a heavier workload day or a lighter workload day. Um, So I just want to preface, you may want to kind of run through this process twice with both of those in mind. So you just kind of have a a general guideline that obviously you can tweak and, and adjust based on your, your current needs and your kids' needs because, hey, we can have all the plans and agendas, but our kids are going to determine a lot of the time what happens. So being flexible is key. You may have planned for a heavy work day and your kids had other things in mind and you've got to adjust and this will help you have plan B, so to speak, in line so you can sort of help yourself shift without feeling lost and kind of swirling of like, but I have so much to do. What do I do? It can kind of help you refocus um, your attention on, on how to handle the day. So step one is to really identify the mean, the majority of the time, how many hours do you absolutely have to work in a day? So maybe it's three, maybe it's six, like, figuring out where that is and identify that and to also be realistic for what you can really do in this season based on your kids' ages because this is really going to vary a lot based on if you have a two-year-old versus a four-and-a-half-year-old, you know. So let's go with where we are right now and know that we're not committing to this forever. This is what will work right now. And to realize when it stops working consistently, and please note that I said consistently, there's going to be days where it's going to be off. It doesn't mean you throw out the towel on the routine. If it's like the majority of the time it's no longer working, that's a little red flag that you need to change. But for now, we're going to go with what your day typically looks like with your kids and figure out how to get that work time in and also how to be fully present with your kids as well. And no, that is not simultaneous. Go back and listen to any work-life balance episodes. We're going to do our best here. It is not 100% doing everything all at the same time. All right. So first question is, are you able to wake up and do work before your kids get up? There is no wrong answer here. You are not about to hear me shame you for not getting up at 5 a.m. It's not what I'm doing. It's just a question not to bring up any shame or guilt of what you should answer. This is literally based on your personality, the amount of sleep you're getting right now. Like if you have an infant, you're probably not getting up before them because you're already up with them (laughs) all night. So please don't put extreme measures on yourself. So this is literally just to be, have a self-awareness moment of, hey, is it possible for me to get up and do any work before my kids get up? And yes or no is totally fine. 
if the answer is yes, then you want to try that out. Like it doesn't even have to be like a full hour of work. It can be 30 minutes. Like maybe that's your, you deal with your emails then, or you deal with one, if that's like a train wreck (laughs) scenario, don't do that. Do, um, whatever is a small task that you're going to be able to like kind of jump into and out of relatively quickly and to be coherent (laughs) in the morning to do it. That's your first thing. Are you going to do any work before they get up? And that may be your own like personal quiet time instead. Like just, again, there's no wrong or right. If you're feeling guilt and resentful about your decision, I want you to question if that's the right decision. I don't want you to feel resentful of like, oh, I know I should get up and do this. So I'm going to do it. Like maybe you do need a little kick in the pants to do it and that's fine. But if you're really feeling guilty or resentful as the source of your decision making, please don't. Please <laughs> align with what feels good. Pray into it. All right. Then in your, I'm going to use the word time block and I'm very hesitant because that is something for me. <laughs> for some reason, I have this like visceral reaction of like, ugh, that feels too rigid and like color coding in a calendar. And that's just not me. And I have this like moment I'm like, Oh, so if you're feeling that like, it's okay. Like just come back to me, breathe. That's not, you don't have to tune out. That's not where we're going, but I'm just going to describe like very loose blocks of time. And if you are very excited to color code and do hardcore blocks of time, by all means do that. Totally fine. Go with whatever feels good. So in your morning, we're just going to take this whole morning segment from the time your kids get up until lunchtime. We're just going to call that the morning window here. I want you to spend some time fully devoted to your kids, like all in, because I have done this and I have a little PTSD here even talking about this because I am not good at working from home with my kids. And I am fortunate that I'm through that stage for the most part, except for summers, that they are in school. But I really struggled because I'm very work focused and I was always frustrated. I was frustrated because they're interrupting me when I'm trying to work. And I was frustrated when I was with them because I knew I needed to be working and it was not a good scene. And it took me a long time to come to terms with that is just not a healthy place for me. But by necessity, I was there. And hopefully I'm able to share some ideas with you guys today to help avoid some of what I went through. And the struggle of just always feeling pulled in both directions, because I feel like that's, that's where you're coming from. (laughs) If you're listening to this episode, that's the problem. So how do we not be so angry and frustrated all day trying to do all the things. So the main thing is to be fully present in what you're doing. So when you're with your kids, be very intentional. This time is for my kids. I am 100% mom mode right now. If you are looking at your phone and checking emails or doing whatever, you're not fully present. You're being pulled in the other direction and you're opening that window to go further and further into work mode and where you're all distracted and you start getting frustrated by your kids. 
That's a little red flag when you're starting to get frustrated by them. When it's their time, then you know you've let yourself slip away. So I want you to define some time in the morning where you're fully committed to them. You know, it's like through breakfast, maybe do a playtime, maybe do a morning getaway to a park or you do morning errands or whatever. I want you just like doing life, whatever you need to do in your home or whatever, but like with your kids, like doing games on the floor with them, playing outside with them, whatever that is, be fully committed to them. And then I want you to determine what like one to two hour block of time during this morning from breakfast to lunch, you can put down for work. And I want you to communicate with your kids, even if they're little. It's so important to communicate like, hey, I'm in my work time now. I have to do my job. And during this time, I'm going to help you find things to do and you can do your work time too. And these are your work activities or whatever. And like you set the expectation of like, hey, if you need me, like maybe there's a code thing. They come in with a colored piece of paper that is like red for like urgent need or green, like, hey, I miss you. And you can come up with a system. Like if you're making calls, like I was having to make phone calls and that can be really tricky, especially with little kids where it's harder to be interrupted. But figure out a system that they can approach you if they need to, but to know how to do that to hopefully reduce the frustration you're going to have based on whatever you're working. That may not even be necessary based on what your type of work is. Again, adjust this to your situation. But it's really key to communicate like, hey, this is what's going on right now. Not to just kind of start working without ever communicating that transition and then being mad when they're interrupting when they don't realize or understand. And I mean, I say that with a grain of salt because we're talking about kids and (laughs) they immediately forget and there's things. But as you build over time, it becomes routine. They understand what it means when you're on your laptop or when you're working in your notebook or whatever you're doing. They start to recognize those patterns and understand what is acceptable and what isn't during those times. So I want you to figure out what those things are to communicate with them and just stick it out. Like do this over time. Don't do it for a week and give up. Like you're going to have to see it through and allow time for them to recognize the patterns of what you're doing. One thing, this is going to vary a lot based on your kids' ages, but just being near them, even if you're not like you're trying to really focus on work, but just being in the same room or very close to them is going to help them feel better about doing their activities. And maybe you can have them do things at the table next to you or on the floor near you. Maybe that works. Maybe it doesn't. You're going to have to decide with really little ones. If you've got tiny ones that are like, oh my gosh, I can't do anything because they're in that phase where they're running and getting into everything. So you really need to confine their space during those ages. So you may have some fun activities in their high chair, hopefully not crazy messy ones where you're going to be frustrated by the mess, but whatever it needs to be. Water play is always a good one. Um, Like the little like paintbrushes and water and there's a ton, there's a ton of things. So do a, a search of like independent play activities, but you can decide whether 
maybe for if you have a two hour block, maybe depending on your kid, maybe 30 minutes of that is in their high chair with an activity. And then, oh my goodness, my kids, because I have twins and we were in small area at the time, they were confined to like a baby fenced in area. Like we lived and breathed in that little <laughs> space. I would be with them in that sometimes, but it can find them to that area and you can control different toys that are in that space at different times. So I highly recommend if you've got the real little ones around, you define their areas and then you can introduce different things to keep it fresh of what they're playing with. You can use screen time during this time. There's learning things. If you have issues with screen time, there's music videos, there's all kinds of things here. And you're just going to, what I recommend is creating a, a brain dump list of possible activities for your kids. Because when you're focused on work and you're frustrated that they're over whatever you have set out for them, you're not scrambling to figure out what else can you do. Like you can look at your go-to list and you have supplies ready to go for that go-to list. So if you have like a busy bag thing, make sure you already have a busy bag that you can hand them ready to go. Like you have one location where you store a lot of these activities. And so it makes it easy for you to get up and give them something new. We're really being prepared here and setting yourself up for success. So you have your brain dump list of ideas for them. You have your spot where you keep activities and it makes it easier for you. And you're going to have to navigate some days. Like if you had planned a two hour work block and it doesn't matter what you do, they are just not having it. You're going to have to take a deep breath and you're going to have to relinquish that. You know what? I got to step away. I'm going to have to move this time later in the day. I need to spend, it's amazing. Even if you spend like 15 minutes of undivided attention with them to kind of reboot them, you may be able to go back and get another 30 minutes of your work time. It's that willingness to walk away and be fully eye contact committed to them. That is the hard part. But when you can do it, you're going to get more time. It's not about always the quantity of time, it's the quality. So if you can input really high quality times throughout the day, you're going to feel better that you connected with your kid and they're going to feel that. So this is really, I'm giving you a routine schedule here today, but it's very flexible. Like you have to be flexible with it. So, okay, we have, we have our morning time. You have spent time with them. You have hopefully gotten your one to two hour work block in there. And then we're going to hit lunchtime. I think it's really important. You have to have some self-awareness here to know how you operate, but you need a hard out of that work block or you're going to keep going and you're going to keep being like, oh, let me just do this one more thing. Let me do this one more thing. You got to give yourself a hard out. So feeding your kids (laughs) is a good one. So and yourself, um, don't forget yourself, make lunchtime, perhaps your hard out of work your work block. That lunchtime again is going to be fully devoted to your kids, full eye contact, like you are with them. And you do whatever you need to do here, lunch, maybe you do lunch at a park, get out of the house, change of scenery, maybe use this time to run any quick errands in the middle of the day, Um, figure out because I mean, this is mom life, and we're trying to decide how we do all the things. We have to be very particular 
that we don't overwhelm ourselves. So like, are there any key housekeeping things of laundry or dishes that you want to throw in? So the laundry's going during lunch or whatever, be strategic. This is into other episodes here, how you can get all that in there. But, um, thinking through this middle of the day period of time with your kids and maybe just any quick home tasks that you want to get done. Now, we're going to move to the afternoon block. So everything from whenever you have designated your lunch time to end until dinner time. Hopefully we can get a solid two hour work block here. And I'm just mentioning these kind of two, two hour work blocks, obviously adjust this to however much work you need to get in, whether it got, whether or not you got that early morning before the kids got up work time or not. This afternoon one may be a good time to utilize. Like, uh, I hear people with their like one hour quiet time with their kids. I'm like, man, I messed up as a mom that I did not implement this after nap times ended. (laughs) So if you're still in the nap phase, I highly recommend trying this quiet time to see if you can get your kids to do even 30 minutes of quiet time in their room or whatever. But in this um, thing where again, you're going to communicate the transition that like, hey, I'm now going to do my work time for this amount of time. And I would tell them a rough idea of the time. So they know even if they don't fully understand yet, you get in the practice of saying it and you're also saying it to yourself to hold yourself accountable. (laughs) So utilize some quiet time and you can do an audio book with them or a kid's podcast. So maybe they are really little and they're in their crib and you have like the audio stimulation going of, of hearing music or hearing stories, whatever age, really, this is fully appropriate of books, podcasts, music, all of that is a great idea, regardless of age. If they're a little bit older, maybe you can have them do a kid's exercise video. I know I've mentioned on here before, I think it's Cosmic Kids Yoga, I think is what it's called. And it's these fun little stories and they do yoga during the stories and there's quick ones and long ones. You can do the activity dice where they roll the dice and it tells them something to do. Just kind of, again, with that brain dump idea of independent play activities based on their age and those busy boxes or whatever, if it's anything that needs to be prepared, that you have that ready in advance for them to be able to pull from. Another one, like just in general, like when you're just like, oh my gosh, I don't know. I don't have anything ready. Water and balloons. Those are two things that are always always a good idea, (laughs) pretty much with your kids that they're going to enjoy it. The water you have to be careful with how you, uh, how you do that one, but you can put them in a room with balloons. Obviously think about your kids ages and what is safe and all of that, but in a room with balloons, they're going to have so much fun for such a long time. Like it's always a great idea. And even with the idea of balloons, there's so many variations. I think on my Pinterest board, I have some balloon ideas in there. I'll have um, Pinterest in the show notes. You can go take a look. Okay, so you get through the afternoon block. You've gotten your two-hour work in. You have all of these options available and figure out how to keep them entertained as much as possible. And maybe you do little two-minute check-ins during that just to check in with them, say hi, make sure they're good. Um, Really navigate that however you need to, depending on kind of where you're located based on them and sight lines and everything. So 
We've gotten through the majority of our day here at this point, and hopefully you have gotten your solid work blocks in. You've gotten quality time with your kids in and maybe a little bit of house um, chores, errands done. And at the end of the day, we really don't want to have to do any work at the end. I know a lot of people are like, get the kids to bed and then do work. And that may work for you. I used to very much be a night person and man, I could bust out at night. So if that works for you and that works within your job, your part-time work, awesome. Plan for that. You can do less work block during the day or use that work block time for um, house tasks and maybe for personal time. So navigate that how you want. But in general, I'm not going to, unless that's you, I'm not going to push the idea of doing work after dinner. Uh, Ideally, that is going to be family time and any other household things that you need to do, family activities, uh, things like that based on your kids' age. So I'm really trying to reserve that evening time to wind down, like take a break if you can, depending on the ages um, and the season that you're in, but to really reserve that for family and household stuff. Otherwise, your work takes over the whole day and there is no cutoff time. So I do, regardless of if you do work in the evening or not, if dinner time is your hard cutoff for the day, or if you do some after the kids go to bed, you still need a hard cutoff time because it's so easy to just keep going and going. And there's always so much to do. That's never going to change. There's always a million things you can do for work. You have to have a cutoff time. Otherwise you're just going to go and go and you're going to get less sleep. And on a few occasions, I will still do this when I'm in the zone and going, I'm going to do it. But if you do this consistently, you're taking away your sleep and you're not going to have the capacity for all the things tomorrow. You're going to have way less patience with your kids and your job and your spouse. And you're just not setting yourself up to have a day with any joy or peace, to be frank. So be very particular about when you let yourself do that. You really need to do a self-check moment of like, okay, if I say yes to work right now, what is my sacrifice tomorrow? And how am I going to compensate and give myself grace in my schedule tomorrow? Just being really intentional here with how you craft your day and when when you say yes and no to work. All right, so quick recap here. You have to know how many hours you need to work in the day. You're going to choose if you're going to get up before the kids and work at all. And that would not have to be every single day. It, are you going to do that at all? Um, and then your morning time is going to be mixed with a work block and fully devoted time to your kids where you're not looking at your phone and your work. Then you're going to have that hard cut off. That may be lunchtime. During lunch, again, fully devoted with your kids. Maybe that's um, a little park trip. That's an errand you need to run. Whatever your midday looks like and figure out when that ends. And then you've got your afternoon and you're going to put in a good two-hour give or take work block there. And with all of the activities ready to go with your kids. And then you're going to end with dinner time and reserve your evening for family. And then after your kids go to bed, you can choose whether or not it's appropriate to do any work or maybe just a quick, it's always a, a good idea to do a quick map out of the next day and what the tasks are. Because yeah, I would be remiss if I didn't 
make that very clear with your work time. If it's not a predefined working for someone else, like you know exactly what your job is. If it is more of the entrepreneur role or whatever, flexible with your tasks. It's really important to choose what those tasks are so that when you get that work block of time, you know what you're doing. You don't waste any of that precious time kind of getting lost in looking on your phone or social media or like lost in email forever when you need to actually get a project done. It's really important to know what needs to happen that day. So make sure you have your list of tasks for the day. So when you do get an opportunity to work, maybe you get a surprise little blip in the day where they are just having a blast and you can just keep on working. Like you have your task list of what what you need to do and you know what's important to do right then. Just wanted to point that out. It's important to kind of brainstorm that task list so you have that and you don't uh, waste your time as much as possible. So that is your daily routine, just kind of a loose schedule for the day when you are trying to work part-time and you've got kids with you at home. And I hope this is really helpful for you and just helps you figure out how to navigate your time and feel like you're you're being a good mom and being committed to them and, and you're being a good employee or a good owner, worker, whatever, and getting your work done as well. And know that there's going to be different seasons where some days you're going to be heavier on the mom role and some days you're going to be heavier on the work role. That is okay. It's okay. It's not going to be 50-50 every day. That's that's not how it's going to work. It's just going to be based on the needs of your kid and the needs of your work at that given day or that given season. So just again, going in with the right expectations that you will feel a lot better if you're fully committed to each thing that you're in versus trying to do all the things at the same time all day. You're like loosely just trying to work and parent, and there's no real beginning or ending, and you're just trying to do it all, all day long, that doesn't feel good at the end of the day. And our goal here is to get you to feel good at the end of the day with how you spend our time. That's why I'm here on this podcast. I'm going to leave you with that question. As you tweak this schedule routine for yourself, what, what needs to happen through this day for you to get to the end of the day and feel good with how you spent your time. Okay, thanks for hanging out with me. I'm leaving you with a homework assignment today. You've got four things to do, okay? You can do it. First, how many hours do you need to work each day? Figure that out. Two, brain dump that list of activities for your kids and make sure you have some of those things ready to go and available for you. Number three, choose the hours you ideally want to work. So figure out your morning work time and your afternoon work time and those kind of add on whether or not the before your kids wake up, after they go to the bed, if those are a part of it or not. So choose your ideal uh, windows of work hours. And number four, the last thing, start getting the habit of making your task list for the next day, the night before. So before bed, making that list of what do you want to get done the next day, whether that's for work, uh, for home, whatever that may be, just get in that habit. So there are your four things to start doing so you can implement this schedule 
to be able to work from home with kids and not lose your mind and feel productive. All right, you got this. And if you've got any questions specific for your schedule or just kind of figuring some things out that I left out or I wasn't clear, please send me a message and we'll hash it out. All right, I'm here for you.